0: And hello, everybody. Welcome to another episode of Straight Out of the Goth- Gotham, episode forty-four. <laughs> Let's start over. <laughs> Let's just we'll take it right, three seconds. Ahead. Yeah, that
1: was Straight Out of Gotham, a crazy podcast about DC, with your host E. Rock and PD. When we speak up, you get your geeks up, because you know you're about to get geeks up. So sit back, relax, and get comfy. Lose your mind like Solomon Grundy, and listen to a show that won't be forgotten. Coming straight out of Gotham. And
0: hello, everybody out in the DC Universe. Welcome to another episode of Straight of Gotham episode 44 reggie jackson we are a fandom pop culture podcast and a proud member of the batman podcast network hosted by batman on film make sure you check out all the other great shows on the network by heading over to batmanpodcastnetwork.com i highly recommend the batman book club hosted by terrence I am your host from the other side of the Hudson River, a senior contributor to Batman on Film, and Let's Go's least popular contributor, (laughs) I am Peter M. Vera. Today we are recording on June 28th, 2021, and as always, we have a great show for you today. Before we get into the good stuff, I would like to remind you, all of our faithful listeners, that if you take the time to rate and review our show on iTunes and Apple Podcasts, and we read your review on air, we will send you a special prize pack. Now, let me introduce you to my partner in crime, the 28-time Blue Point Diner Oyster Eating Champion, the Big Clam himself, ladies and gentlemen, a fellow Batman on Film contributor, Eric Holzman.
1: Thank you, Pete, for that rousing introduction. I appreciate it. Oh, man. So oysters, yeah, it's kind of a tough thing to do. I They're kind of slimy and gross. But, so, like, is it,
0: like, amount of oysters you can eat in a certain time, or, like, is it just, I don't know, do you, how does this, uh, is it, how does this oyster eating contest go?
1: <laughs> yeah, it's cut, it's tiered, and then, you, like, you have to try with different, there's each, there's different Are they pre-shucked?
0: Each. Do you have to, like, shuck them yourself? No, no, you don't have to shuck them. Okay.
1: They're pre, but you have to, each round, They try, you try different, like, sauces with it, and then some butter, oh, and then. Okay. Like each each round has something else to add to it, and uh, for a while there, I didn't eat oysters, but uh, it was a. It, let's just say it it could be worse than the hot dog eating contest. <laughs> what happens to your body afterwards could be worse than what happens with the hot. Do you see you hear about what the hot dog eating contest interesting? Guys go through, interesting, which is coming up next weekend, by the way. It's Fourth of July, be, so so are yeah. you telling us you've entered? No, 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 no. I I'm not entering. They, You're taking those, this year off? Those guys could do their thing. I'm not. Well, the national one on Coney Island, that that's too much for me. I could never do that. That's not my thing. I mean, what do
0: you mean you've been doing this stuff your whole life? Like, are you. Are you what's no, it?
1: not that one. That one is just, I don't know. I'm too old now, anyway. Really? Too old. That didn't stop Jordan. He came back. Yeah. Remember we played for the Wiz? Not when he was 44.
0: He was, you know, he still had that jumper. I was forty. I'm forty four.
1: Like the like the show, the number of the show.
0: <laughs> you there are the you are. You're Richard Jackson.
1: Yes. So no, but that's oyster. Like I said, you could only imagine. I mean, I saw you put away the crawfish at 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 Batista Fest, though. I did see. You should do that, man. You should enter in some kind of crawfish. Oh, date, dude, Bautista. i was so hammered. You were eating those. <laughs> you were eating those things like they I, were
0: gold. Oh, I can I could peel a crawfish and eat it and suck the head <laughs> like it's nobody's business. Yeah, you're doing. <laughs> you were doing work. I'll say that you were uh, doing I'll, work. I love it. They were I'll make a drop out of
1: that. I could definitely make a drop. out of that. <laughs> I'm gonna have to do that and have it on the show. I'll just have. I'll add it to our the, the, my list of sound. You're gonna be you the fanboy Eddie Scuzzeri. Then I'll just then I'll just drop it every once in a while. I'm doing that. So you gave me an idea. So. Uh, some producer you are you just got to do these things <laughs> <laughs> no no you were you just gave the idea i was just i wasn't thinking and then you said drop i'm like that's a good idea it it would be a good one so hmm, we're gonna do that we're gonna do that yes we are <laughs> i'm gonna create a drop for you so what is going on man how you been uh trying to trying to stay cool <laughs> yeah man it's it's like we're in the beginning of a heat wave right Supposed to be this hot till Wednesday, Thursday, I think so. so, something like that. Which probably means like next week it'll be like in the sixties, right? And it'll well, probably s- snow. <laughs> well, I saw on uh, the news that Fourth of July is only supposed to be a high of an eight- high of eighty. So that's at least comfortable. Hmm. We're not going to be melting. Interesting. Yeah, I don't know, uh, it, but I'm like, you ever see those
0: videos of those guys who just build pools in random places with like sticks and plates? I feel like I want to do that. <laughs> like, like, i could save some money doing that and i get a workout and you know probably by you know august <laughs> I don't know.
1: whatever right now yeah right now if you if you have a way of you know cooling off especially the uh, large portion of the country um the upper mid the midwest i mean not the midwest the upper northwest is in a is in a heat wave that and they're not used to it. Like a lot of places in Washington state and Seattle and stuff, they don't even have air conditioning. What? So, yeah. How could you not have air conditioning? Cuz it never gets that hot up there.
0: That's So insane. they have
1: it now. Um wow. they need it now, so we like obviously people do some people do have it, but they need it. So
0: I thought air conditioning just came standard. I thought it was like anti-lock brakes.
1: <laughs> no. It it, doesn't like hotels and stuff, but not in not in just people's houses and.
0: I mean, back in the day, like I remember, my grandmother had window units, you know. But like I thought, now new homes, new new construction, I thought
1: everyone central air conditioning. Yeah, I have a window unit. I don't have any central air in the house.
0: Well, do I mean? I guess you have an older home then.
1: Yeah. Yeah.
0: Well, that makes sense to me. That makes sense but you still have a window unit but I was, yes. I was you know it all depends yeah i'm not crazy yeah that's what i'm saying like how do you not have
1: <laughs> it gets like bermuda hot here in <laughs> in the summer you know no, you live on an island you know how hot it. yeah you that, live on uh, an island and you live near yeah coast so yeah yeah, yeah it gets it gets the really hot island in the world i don't know about all that
0: I mean, if you look at, you know, statistically speaking, if you check out, <laughs> shut up. Uh, if you check out like Twitter graphs, you know, like Zaddy's make, um, Long Island is more popular than Puerto Rico, Dominican Republic, Hawaii, Australia, you know, let's
1: say Australia is an island. What about yeah, New Zealand? Yeah. Long Island's way on top of this. Rhode Island. Isn't even an island.
0: Yeah, well, there you go. So they, they forfeit their status. yeah yeah, are they a peninsula is Rhode Island no because New Jersey technically is a state it's
1: it's a coast it's on the coast but it's not it's not an island at all I don't know how it got its name I don't know I don't know it's it's insignificant now I think is New Jersey the
0: second biggest peninsula in the country (laughs) it's not though
1: it doesn't stick out enough into water Florida
0: I believe technically it is a peninsula
1: uh, so, see, you guys are doing social studies class now. Here we, we're talking about. Take that! Look <laughs> at that! <laughs> we're for all the kids, all weather the ki- and geography. Yep, for and all the ki- zaddy graphs. Yes, for all the kids that are off from school, we're trying to keep them educated. So this is this is what our it's what our job is. Keep all Batman the kids and educated. books. Yes. Yeah, speaking of that, I'm wearing my ryan lauer provided batman book club shirt today i heard i heard you
0: uh yeah got a um, a couple compliments on the shirt today
1: yeah yeah it was the mask first and then they saw the shirt and it started conversation so so
0: did they ask you what the batman book club was or did yes they just,
1: okay so they just yeah. it was a whole thing there yeah they saw the mask and then they looked out and they saw they will you know i have the one the the image of him looking at the
0: in the, the library yeah yeah yeah
1: so, and then it has the bat symbol in the window in the picture. So people, they saw that next and like, oh, what is this? And I said, oh, I said, a friend of mine has a podcast and this is his podcast. And so hopefully they, I told them where to find it. Hopefully, uh, Lauer gets a couple more uh, listeners and I told him about our show too. So hopefully we mm-hmm. get a couple more listeners. Speaking of, so, oh man, did we, did we, have we reached a milestone? I don't know. I saw the
0: Should we, did, let's, have do we check. yes. let's do a live check. Let's do a live, I'll live check. I'll check. Only one can check at a time with yeah, Bobby. Yeah, we only
1: have the one account. That's
0: true. Let's so. see here. Uh, let's go to home. Where's my dashboard? Should uh, be the first thing. We did it. We did it. How many? We did it. We're at 10,000. Exactly. Yeah. 10,000. <laughs> 10K. It just says 10K. Yeah, we did it.
1: Wow. All right. So there you have it guys. In,
0: in 43 episodes. yes It's 10,000. So in a live cool. This
1: was this is breaking news live here on the podcast. You guys won't hear it live, but we're live. Uh it's yeah. delayed. <laughs> yes, yeah, so we want to thank all of you obviously all of you guys who have downloaded yeah, our show. Well, we appreciate and,
0: it. I don't know why you guys listen to us. <laughs>
1: <laughs> been listening to us for a little over a year now. Mm-hmm. Uh is yeah, this man. season 2? Yeah, well, I started season two at the year mark, so yes, it's actually nice. season two. So yeah, so we are in forty three shows. That's pretty damn impressive, I think. So I think that's good. Yeah, we're you doing know? something right. We're either we're either stupid enough that you guys keep listening to us. Well, who's stupid enough? <laughs> <laughs> or or you're enjoying what we bring you, and I hope. Well, I hope it's a little of both. Sometimes stupid could be funny, so I hope it's. <laughs> I it hope works it, out in my case. <laughs> I hope it's a little bit of both. Uh, when it comes to, but thank you guys again for helping us reach 10,000. Uh, yeah, I we couldn't w-
0: do this without you, literally. Like,
1: Yeah, definitely. This that's The show is only it takes some shows,
0: like what, 100 shows to get to 10,000? Yeah. Yeah.
1: Well, we, so for, to do it yep. in and 40 the, something's pretty cool. I know, a little over a year, that's pretty good. That's dope. Man, that's pretty good. So once again, thank all of you for helping us, for getting us to 10,000, not for helping us, for getting us to 10,000. Yeah. And hopefully we can do 10,000 more. Uh, downloads and surpass that and keep going Uh, there's a lot of stuff going to be happening as we know now that especially in in theaters with movies now that you know COVID's kind of better and things are better and we're moving towards a a full opening society Mm. with movie theaters and everything so all parks are 100% yep so hopefully we'll have more of that content and Pete will bring you more the comic stuff we discussed, Pete obviously will <laughs> we'll help you guys out there, break things down for you there. So, uh, we do enjoy doing the show. I know lately we haven't been as frequent, but it just gives you more time to anticipate what we're doing next. I mean, I'm enjoying summer. That's all. <laughs> exactly. So, it just gives you a little more time. So, since we last spoke, Pete, there's been a few things uh, that have happened. Mm-hmm,
0: mm-hmm.
1: So, let's get right to it. Let's get cracking. So, I'm going to where <laughs> to go? bus crimes. let's go. so i want to start with a story that was in on slash film that i saw on slash film um and it was i didn't even know this was happening. so when i read this i'm like, "oh wow, that's pretty cool." and i'm glad the outcome is the outcome though. so universal apparently approached Steven Spielberg about doing a jaws reboot. um and he, of course, said no, which i'm super happy about. Because there are certain movies they should just not remake. And that's as perfect a movie to be as we have. So, yeah, yeah, I'm glad he said no. Uh, but do you think that this like area, like sharks, I know we have Shark Week, obviously, but do you think a movie with sharks like this, it, we should be start, start doing those kinds of things again? Not like uh, the well, man- you have,
0: you have. Uh, well, you, you've had the Meg, uh, I think deep blue sea with uh, Blake Lively is absolutely amazing. (laughs) Even the, the accordion crush at the end, which is (laughs) just ridiculous, but the movie's brilliant. Um, yeah, like shark movies are, people love sharks. Um, and stuff, and what's it called? Everyone loved the, the Meg, the Megalodon in uh, Jurassic world, you know, that little cameo it had. Right. So giant, giant fish things are cool. Um, yeah i, I mean it, everyone loved him in aquaman right i'm sure there was a shark in aquaman in the, at the end battle uh yeah. so i just i'm glad i'm just glad that first of all i'm shocked they asked i really am yeah i mean it's i can't believe they even did it i i figure you would just think they would just go and do it but i mean i just spielberg's got the bde so like i just he just kind of just laid it out and was like no and i just give him credit for just saying outright no i I don't know, you know. Like, it's funny. Like, I feel like somebody, like maybe Nolan, one day would be like, "I don't care, it's not my movie. I already made my movie." You know, but it's like Spielberg's like, "No, you're not ruining my movie, right?" Um, so
1: yeah, I think it kind of feels as well. Um, but obviously, this, Jaws has two sequels that he wasn't involved with. I, it's
0: funny. I, lo- I really do love Jaws too.
1: So, <laughs> but that's it. Like everything else after that, no. Well, um, he said he would have done it. But he had a horrible time being on the water in when he shot Jaws, so he just couldn't go through that again. Like, yeah, he wasn't they had, gonna go through. They that. had
0: a lot of problems with uh, yeah. Bruce, which I believe was the name of the shark, uh, and it didn't really work. I think that's pro- I think if I think that's the reason why the shark it, it makes that you know is only in so much of the movie is because just like right. couldn't film it. He just yeah. the, the rope the, the animatronic shark just didn't work.
1: Yep, um, and he said that he would never remake any of his films anyway. Um,
0: Didn't he make like Bicentennial Man?
1: Can we remake that? (laughs) (laughs) Well, he's made, I mean, he's made a ton of movies and he's made some bad ones like Ready Player One. A lot of people didn't like. I didn't see that. Um, Would you argue that
0: he's the greatest director of all time?
1: He's one of, I mean, it's hard not to put him in that category
0: uh it's just you, i mean just off the top of my head i just like hear like jaws and et and it's like
1: indiana jones yeah <laughs> i mean
0: he's been involved with but a then lot again like of... a lot of people don't like uh curse of the skull you know like it's just, right he's right. he's had uh, like clunkers but i feel like his his hits are i don't know well, so the great. thing with
1: him too is is he he's done a bunch of different kinds of films like he doesn't just stick in one genre um, a film he's done like a Jaws, which is considered mm-hmm. now a horror film, and he's done, um, Schindler's List, and he's done like oh, that's another one, yeah, right, like all these great films mm-hmm. that Steven Spielberg has done. It's you can't just pigeonhole him and say, oh, he just does this. Um, which I think is what makes him one of the best, if not the best. You can make an argument that he is the best that we've ever had. There's so many of them, and it's as we know, it's a subjective topic. But um. You know, he for what me, for my say? money in my lifetime, he's made a ton of films that I love. So, oh, yeah, like
0: you can't doubt that.
1: I mean, he was even involved. I mean, both, they made money. They weren't the greatest films, but he was the executive producer of like Transformers films. And like he's even been a part of those kinds of movies where he mm-hmm. may not have directed it, but he's been attached to
0: it. So that's, that's called collecting checks yeah
1: <laughs> yes i know he was i know he had a little bit and uh, he was a little bit involved in the very first transformers film i
0: know he was I think, he's a, I think he's at least an ep on all of them
1: yeah he is on all of them but in that film i remember he had a hand in the story that they wrote for it so so where'd he go
0: <laughs> what happened that was great that's one I of think- my favorites
1: yeah, it is of those Voot films it's the best one. And I Oh yeah, but
0: it's still like one of my favorite movies.
1: Okay. I think it's so good. But he um you know, I think he's 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 a director too, so like if Michael Bay's doing a film, it's kind of hard to have Steven Spielberg there as well because you're going to want to defer to him on things maybe. So maybe he just doesn't want to be around mm-hmm. and stifle the creativity I get that. of the director. I mean,
0: but at the same time I'm, you know, I, Bay's also an accomplished director in his own right, but you would think you'd be like, "Oh, man, just to have Spielberg on set and talk to you, know, hey, like just pick your brain." Well,
1: yeah, you know? I mean that would be cool. There's definitely parts of the first film where I can see someone else other than Michael Bay um having an input there, but not in any of the scenes with Megan Fox. <laughs> well, some of the scenes of Megan Fox are hundred percent Michael Bay, yes, they are, <laughs> but um, yeah. I, I imagine that would have been a little difficult for him. So he probably just says, Yeah, I'm here if you want to ask me questions, but I'll I'll you do mm-hmm. your thing. And that's similar to what Nolan, I guess, did with uh Zack Snyder uh for Man of Steel. So Yeah,
0: you know, he's he's a director's producer, director's director.
1: So I'm sure that was it. So we're not getting a Jaws reboot, thank God. Yes, sir. Uh but I'd like to say I like you said, I know there's have been some shark films, but I wonder if one would we'd ever have where like the shark is the the main character. <laughs> is the shark the main character in Jaws? I think so. You do because I think it's Brody. Well, I mean, obviously it's easier for us to connect to a person. hmm But the shark controls what everything that they do. Yeah. Right? God, so I that mean would be so good. I know Their it pen. really is. Depends. It's one of those movies that if I'm flipping channels on TV and it's on, I will keep it on and watch. I will always watch Jaws. I love Jaws. Then. I
0: love Jaws. And I, I own was.
1: it, but I'll still, if it's on TV, I will watch it anyway. Yeah. I think it's
0: funny you flip channels.
1: You don't? <laughs> no, I, I
0: don't. I stream everything. I rarely, I rarely catch a show the night it premieres. So mm-hmm. I watch it on streaming. Uh, the only thing I, I actually watch on television are Yankee or sporting events Yankee games? That's mostly games. what I watch
1: too. Most of it because even the Pacers, the
0: I stream the Pacers. I get I get the NBA yeah. app, so I stream them. And I've I've been doing that for years.
1: Yes. So yeah, no, most of the stuff I watch is just sports. But there are a few shows that I like that I'll just catch, or if I'm going to sleep at night, um, I might just have the TV on in the background and flipping the channels.
0: Okay. So. See, I'm still watching the Apple TV. I watch like my movies and stuff on there. You and my brother are like the only two people I know who still channel surf. He loves it.
1: <laughs> uh, it's
0: something I'm used to. That's
1: why. Old man. Yeah. I Old am.
0: man, look at my life.
1: <laughs> <laughs> All right. So speaking of sequels, we've got a bunch of sequel news. We're going to start going through. Um, sorry, that was a reboot. But speaking of sequels, there's a bunch of things we're going to be going through. Uh, first, I want to start with uh, Shazam, Fear of the Gods. So there was an interview with um actor jack dylan grazer who plays freddie freeman Mm -hmm. and they asked him about uh what we what we can expect and he says and i quote i'm in atlanta right now filming shazam 2 and it's going wonderfully it's so fun zachary levi's new costume is awesome this one is funny and we really got a lot of freedom in this one we're able to get away with a lot it's really fun great cast helen Mirren is in it rachel ziegler from the west new west side story lucy Lou. it's a great cast so what did you think of that line about having a lot of freedom? Do you think that, that Sandberg's giving them more freedom to ad lib?
0: I think Sandberg has more freedom in general. Okay. So I think Sandberg is run, really, I think after she's he, cause he's, he's done a lot of horror. He's made them a lot of money. Lights out the Annabelle movie. Right. Um, what else? He did another one. I'm missing. And uh, obviously Shazam. So I think Warner brothers just trust him. And I think he's earned that trust. And I, I think you know, yeah, he's probably he's probably lets them, probably lets Freddie be a little more Freddie, you know, right? Probably, and uh, probably let Zach do a little more of what you don't like about Zachary really, Levi like Shazam. Yeah. Um, so yeah, I just think it's confidence from the studio and their director based on his previous films and his resume, and I just I, I think that's it.
1: Yeah, I mean, I I guess it would be kind of intimidating even for someone who's accomplished like Sandberg to have like Helton Mirren on the set and her come over to you and say, yeah, I'd like to try this. And him like, well, no, you're not going to do
0: that. I don't I think, he doesn't like, seem like that. I'm, you know? I
1: know what I'm saying. Like there seems to be from what he's saying, there seems to be a lot of collaboration and it's not just, they're not basing things off the script alone. Mm-hmm. And with comedy, you kind of have to allow for that. Um, Cause as we know, as fans of comedies, it's your reaction is what makes you laugh. Like it's not, you know the reaction to what it is the person's doing. That's where the comedy lies. So I think um, that's what I took from this: that they just have a little bit more freedom to do the things that they want to do, and that they're just kind mm-hmm. of um, improvising more than they did on the first film.
0: So that's he's why. got three films to his directing credit, and they've all been hits for Warner Brothers: Lights Out, Annabelle Creation, and Shazam. So I, I I just think they believe in their guy. I think that just that, I think that's it. They just trust him.
1: Yeah, that's probably true. I mean, I I can honestly
0: say there isn't a movie that man has directed that I don't like, and I think out of all of them, lights Lights Out is his best. It's my most favorite. I love Teresa Palmer in that movie. I love uh, it's it's a it's a classic ghost story. You know, it's a wonderful little horror film. So please check that out. I love it. There's also a very short film that he made originally. That is what uh, that is what uh, springboarded all this. So that mm-hmm. was really cool too. Uh, I, I like Sandberg. I love him on social media. And I just, you know, just let him do his thing. I'm all yep. for it.
1: Yeah. And apparently, the scope of this one obviously is going to be much bigger than the first film because um, there's just more characters involved. So it's going to be interesting to see. I, I like the first one. I think most of us do. Mm-hmm. Uh, so this is, I'm really looking forward to this movie. So hopefully. I can't wait. Yeah. Hopefully. I didn't mind the suit in the first movie either.
0: People I know a lot of people claimed it's too puffy and everything, but I kind of thought like it fit the the tone of what they're going for with this new fifty-two uh Shazam type thing. I just I thought it was supposed to look like that. And at least in my mind it made sense.
1: Well, we'll be getting more of it. Uh thank God. I'm so I'm pumped. Yeah, so DC, as we know, DC is 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 doing well right now. And hey,
0: we're one step closer to that <laughs> Shazam rock movie.
1: I know. That's I can't wait for
0: or black Adam, I said rock. <laughs> yeah,
1: we know what you met. Everyone yeah. knew what you met. It's fine. But, uh,
0: but uh, yeah, that's exciting. I just, I, I'm pumped. I love the kids. Uh, I thought they were all great. I can't wait to see more of Darla. I can't wait to see Mary Marvel. Um, I'm very curious to find out what the hell they call Freddie. I have a feeling they're not going to call them by like uh, their superhero names. I think they're just going to go by their names. I, I think that's how they're going to get around Mary Marvel and Captain Marvel Jr. I think she'll just be Mary, and he'll just be Freddie.
1: Okay. Hmm because right? well, they
0: still haven't technically called her wonder woman yet right and she's no. been in how many movies
1: <laughs> no they haven't that's true i don't, I don't, I don't understand I, did
0: they I, did they do it in the last one i don't remember
1: but no did they even do it in justice league diana they'll call her right? Diana. it's just diana right yeah so i don't know but uh we'll see what happens it's I, it's one of the films that i'm looking forward to with all like i feel like the next 18 months or so are going to be a lot of fun for us so. We've got so many good movies coming. I know in. it's, it's going to be a lot of fun. So, moving right along, we got another. We got the trailer. I think we talked about this last time a little bit, um, but we got the trailer, the official trailer for the Suicide Squad, and um, there was an interview with James Gunn talking about uh, with IGN. He did an interview with IGN and talking about what uh, what's going on in the trailer and certain. They asked some certain questions about certain characters. Mm-hmm. So the big thing from the first from the trailer that we saw was obviously the blood sport um storyline mm-hmm. now it was a big deal about him being able to shoot Superman with a kryptonite bullet it's actually in the comics but they're, they're, <laughs> hey this <is, laughs> well
0: we all know who you guys are
1: <laughs> so it was a big deal about that um but I mean that that part of it, it was really nothing, it didn't bother me because I had known about it so it wasn't a big deal um, but there was it's a question funny of,
0: to me that the that the group that claims comic book accuracy and the most comic book accurate portrayal of this and that. And then when the director does something that's co- literally comic book accurate, it's it's oh, well, no, 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 who is it? Who is it? Uh, it's, I, mean, I know. You guys. You guys. Yeah,
1: but Gunn kind of cleared things up a little bit um, about where this movie fits in the larger universe of the DCEU. Mm-hmm. So I quote, he said, Bloodsport is in prison for putting Superman into the ICU with a kryptonite bullet. Yes, the Suicide Squad is part of the DCEU. But I don't know which Superman it was because I don't cast the next Superman. So it could be Henry Cavill. It could be somebody else. It's whoever people decide on other than me. So he kind of <laughs> he kind of hinted at who it could be and maybe possibly. Uh, but he's really just saying it depends on who they cast as Superman. I mean, Whatever you're talking about events
0: that happened off screen right. with a character that this director has nothing to do with exactly. other than a name drop. Right. Shut up, all of you.
1: Yep. So, and it kind of goes into the back a little bit. Of, he goes into more of the backstory about who Bloodsport is. Um, he says he has this ability to pull weaponry out of thin air, which. That's I, interesting. I think we're cool really to see, but he says that in this film, they do it that his costume has all these different gadgets and that's how he transforms mm. them into weapons. So, he's a transformer. So, <laughs> So, I don't um, know.
0: When I saw this trailer the second trailer and then i, I read these these words by gun and it still made me feel like Bloodsport originally was dead shot right and there yep. were the rumors that idris was replacing will and then they backed down on it and i think it's great because i would lo- i mean dude if you can get idris and will together in the in, in a right? Suicide squad three that's huge yeah. I mean, they're two of my favorite action stars yeah i'm a sucker for anything will smith right so like i will go see will smith movie, no questions asked you know and you know, I, I went to go see the Pursuit of Happiness, and I bawled tears, <laughs> like bawled tears. That movie just gets you in the feels. It definitely. And does. he's brilliant. And you know, and then seeing him in Deadshot, and like I remember, like is he going to big Will Willy style this movie? And he didn't. He aced it. And it, you know, I, I, I want to see more of that character. I, I love. I fell in love with that version of Deadshot. So I'm glad that there's a possibility that that character can return, and he wasn't recast. And I'm I'm happy that Idris is in this movie as an entirely new character. Right. Because you know, who knows what happens going forward, but it, it just seemed very similar. But, like, you know, as long yeah. as the film's good, but that's what Waller does. Waller's going to use the things you love the most against you to do exactly. what she wants you to do. That's Waller 101. So, while it's kind of like a, a similar gimmick to Deadshot, I mean, that, that's but they get in that's who Waller is, so she's doing what she does to anyone. Yes, I bet you she could do the same thing to Batman with Alfred. I don't know, you know, like.
1: Yes, and as long as it's by Old Davis, I don't care. <laughs> she is just incredible she at everything she's in. So, she's amazing. I, may, she's I love the fact that she was in the first one and that she came back to do the second one, and it's just awesome.
0: <laughs> I forget so, where I read this, but I remember re- reading back in the day that Oprah was in in uh, the conversation for. Seriously? Uh, yeah. For a while I did or... I, like, I was like, Oprah? I was like, Oprah's old. <laughs> I was like, I guess. I mean, I think Vi- well, I, look, Viola is perfect, but I thought that was fun. I was like Oprah, I can't see Oprah being mean though, like, right? Like, I, I don't think I've ever seen Oprah actually act, so I don't know if she can. Never seen The Color Purple, or I don't think I don't think I've ever seen a movie with Oprah. I always, for me, Oprah's always been like a talk show host. Or Selma,
1: ever, you didn't see Selma?
0: No, I don't. Oh. It doesn't even ring a bell.
1: Well, those are two movies I know she was in. So if you want to see Oprah acting.
0: <laughs> my my biggest memory of Oprah was, <laughs> she's like, and everybody gets a Sega Dreamcast. And everyone... <laughs> second Dreamcast. yeah when she was doing her giveaways scenes, yeah. yes you get a Dreamcast and you get a Dreamcast. i was like <laughs> <laughs> this is and I, this is i'm showing my age because we're talking about Sega Dreamcast.
1: yeah um but no so. she did it with cars and trips and she was doing it all well, that yeah stuff. so like was, for me
0: oprah was always a talk show host so i was like was
1: oprah? well yeah that's what she's mostly known for yes mm-hmm. as a talk show host but she does has acted in some well-known famous movies i'll check it out um so yeah check those out oh wasn't she in that musical movie with beyonce no, she wasn't in Dreamgirls. Oh, I thought she was. Was not in Dreamgirls. So speaking of Dreamgirls, he continues in the article. Really? <laughs> he, he, like, oh, Dreamgirls? <laughs> he brings up, well, Harley Quinn is a Dream Girl for some, right? So he continues, oh, okay. to talk yeah. about, he continues to talk about Harley Quinn, her new costume. And he said that it's inspired by the 2011 Arkham City game um that's the costume that carly's going to be in Mm -hmm. for this film he also goes a little bit further and talks about the relationship between him and her and rick flag sorry because as we know in the first one she kind of tolerated him um wanted to kill him a few times Mm -hmm. so and and so it kind of goes a little bit deeper into that and how uh their relationship is now and how it's something important that's in the movie that we're going to want to pay attention to. Obviously he doesn't go too in depth, but that's one of the things that he also spoke about in this. He talks about Starro uh, having Starro and being one of the main um, antagonists for the movie, which is so cool to me. I know he says that he's always loved him and he just had to get him in the movie. So do you you count
0: like the Hulk as a Kaiju? Like, would you count Hulk versus Abomination as like a kaiju
1: fight? Hmm, I guess it like could pretty, be. They're
0: not that big. They're kind of you know. No, they're not wondering. like super
1: sized monsters. Yeah. But
0: so I'm like, wait, is this like the first time we're getting like a kaiju in a superhero in a comic book movie? Yeah, movie? you know, could be. It's cool. It's cool yeah. to me. So
1: yeah. So this whole this article, guys, is very good. It's on IGN. It's it's Gun talking about the Suicide Squad. If you haven't read it yet, go check it out. Um, he talks about King Shark and Weasel and how the importance of, of Ratcatcher's role in this movie and how important she is and how she's kind of the central, the heart of the film. Which is there's so a, interesting. Yeah, so there's interesting. a lot of stuff in here to digest and he he really kind of gave really good answers. I don't want to go through the whole thing. but Again, check the uh, article out on IGN. There's a bunch of information there. It's a very good article, especially if you're looking forward to this film like I am. So uh, check that one out switching houses um we're gonna go over to marvel now another sequel as we all know dr strange 2 is coming out and is being directed by none other than spider-man sam raimi yeah baby yeah so we have that coming out and um there's been a lot of talk about like raimi has a horror background what they're gonna Mm -hmm. do with this film and apparently this film is going to be heavier into the horror genre than than the first one. Now the first one has a little elements of it, obviously. Scott Derrickson you know, he also has the horror background. So they um they brought it they brought in Raimi to do this and Michael Waldron as well, who is also the writer of Loki, the head mm-hmm. writer of Loki. So he's also involved in Doctor Strange too. So I know my the big thing about everyone's looking forward to now with this is okay, since since WandaVision, what's Scarlet Witch's role going to be? Because she's in this. Mm-hmm. And there's a lot of things, a lot of stuff going around that they're setting up the multiverse for the MCU. So a lot of that, but the fact that they bring this up specifically for Har- doesn't that- every
0: MCU movie just sub everything for the MCU? It's like every movie for the MCU just sub. Well, up no, this that,
1: so. is like the going forward part. I think. Like I think okay. this is going to set up. Their this is a transitional film. Yeah, I think so. Okay. So obviously, Spider-Man as well. uh The one coming out in December. I always forget the name. <laughs> it's something uh, home.
0: <laughs> coming
1: home. So no home. way home.
0: far from home. no way home no far far from home was the last one <laughs>
1: yeah so obviously that's coming out in december that's also going to set up the multiverse as we know from everything that's been teased about that film and who's in it who's going to be in it you know that but i thought it was interesting that they definitely focused on the horror part of this um because dr strange the first one is more mystical and I didn't. I never thought of it as much horror, even though they kind of said it included it. To me, it wasn't scary.
0: Mm-hmm. It
1: didn't have any scary elements. But this says to be going a little bit further that way. It's so. funny because I believe the the
0: director of the original movie that was his intent, and that's kind of what got him uh, relieved of his duties. Yeah. I think there's a video of like I think his name is Scott. Is it? I can't remember. If it's Derrickson. Yes, yeah, It's Derrickson. Derrickson. I think yeah. of the picture. Um, <laughs> <laughs> Derrickson says like, "Oh yeah, we're going to try to like." He was like, "We're going to make it scary, make it rated R." And then he's like, "No, no, 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 we're not going to do that." <laughs> so I think that's online. Um, but uh, yeah, I, I'm excited. Uh, I, I'm looking forward to this. Uh, because of Sam Raimi, I didn't really enjoy the first Doctor Strange. The coat thing took me out of it. Um, <laughs> I thought it just too, it was too much of, of an Aladdin aspect for me. Uh. And I don't I don't read Doctor Strange, so I really don't know right. if that's how it is in the in the book. Like when Doctor Strange appears in my comics, it's usually like a quick panel in a Spider Man book or uh, or a Fantastic Four thing. Right. So I don't or I don't really read too much Doctor Strange. Um, if I read a uh, magical comic books, it's usually like Zatanna or Justice League Dark. So. Yeah, so I'm I'm just I'm curious to see what Raimi does with it. And then obviously like like you said, there's uh there's uh No Way Home and there's the Spider Man and then there's Raimi and then there's all the Toby talks. So I I don't know if he's in either movie. I don't know if he's in both. Uh you know, I am fingers crossed and I can't wait to just dive in and sip my uh peach tea while I uh you know eat my popcorn, and watch these movies.
1: <laughs> yeah, man. So we have the Spider is coming out in December the new spider-man film and then this is coming out march 25th -hmm. of next year so it's very close um in relation to you know the the time that both movies are going to be coming out so it's very flash and aquaman of them (laughs) yeah yeah so i'm sure there's going to be um definitely stuff in in um, the spider-man movie that's going to impact obviously what happens in doctor strange but it's cool that it's going to be a little bit darker um if in if this is is what excuse me if this is what happens i can't talk today there's some
0: dark elements in like spider-man 2 like when doc ock wakes up that's a total horror scene and that's not like a scary movie so like he can inject elements of that and then like we mentioned Sandberg earlier he injected a lot of elements of horror in shazam yes and shazam's not a dark movie at all but there are some there's some heavy stuff in there so you can do it and find that perfect balance
1: yeah, I mean there's definitely elements of horror in Shazam. Like there's some scenes that are downright scary. The boardroom and, scene. Yeah, the boardroom scene I is was very like, scary.
0: Cuz yeah. it's like it's like wow, there's no other scene in the movie that's like this. And it's right. not like it's not like out of it's it doesn't like it doesn't no, like you that... know I mean? it totally fit. it it makes sense but it's just like it's unlike anything else in the film.
1: Yeah, that scene is very much um, Sandberg saying, "Hey, I'm good at this horror stuff," and, <laughs> and throwing mm-hmm. it into the film because everything else in that movie is really doesn't have anything like that. So that no. part is very much uh, shows you how dark the character is, um, which is was excellent. Like that's yeah. one of my favorite parts of the film. Savan is crazy. So yeah, so we're going to be getting a little bit of that in the MCU, and the MCU is not known for having those kinds of things. So this could be one of those movies. And that's where, what's really great yeah. about it too
0: is like uh-huh. you get it. I, is Raimi probably the highest profile director they've ever hired? Would you would you say?
1: Um, I'm trying to think. He's up
0: there. Like, would you call? Would you say Whedon's probably number one? Well, Whedon was more known. Mm-hmm. Um, Favreau was Favreau was a big one too, but I don't know if yeah, he's as big as he is now.
1: But that kind of made him bigger. Mm-hmm. I think that was one thing that made him bigger. He was a, he was kind of an actor. It could be, man. You're right. Could I think be. he might be the most... Because be they don't the most, really hire high-profile guys. No, you know? I mean, Kenneth Branagh did Thor. Um, I forget the guy who did Thor, too, but obviously, if I'm not remembering off the top of my it head... It wasn't Patty Jenkins. No. <laughs> <laughs> it was not Patty Jenkins, you know, No, I don't think
0: Taika's... Uh, I don't think Taika's bigger than Raimi.
1: Maybe Taika. Taika might be you the think one. think he's bigger than Raimi? Yeah, because of the recent, like the stuff he's done recently. I think maybe Tyco like the, be... the
0: the more like the cur- maybe like the hotter guy, right? Right. You know, like the hotter, the sexier pick at the moment. But I think you look at resumes. I
1: think Rainey's well, yeah. still right. I mean, if you th- if you even if you're talking about comic book films, like those I'm, Spider- I'm talking
0: about like a, I'm talking about director, like a, no, director I agree with you, but himself. I'm saying, yeah. Even if you're
1: just staying within the genre, like his Spider-Man films were like they kind of set the standard at the time. So yeah. Right. So, like, you have him from just the comic book genre. Mm-hmm. Yeah. He's well, he might be. He very well might be the most well known director they've and hired. It's,
0: it's very, it, that's why, like, that's why this hiring him gets me interested because it's, it seems like the most un MCU thing they've ever done.
1: Wait, Coogler. I'd say Coogler.
0: Bigger than Raimi. Kugler's a new
1: director. Yeah. But he did, um, maybe by the end of his career, he did Creed. Like, he's done, movies. he's hot. I, He's great. Yeah, I guess. I guess I'm kind of getting confused, or maybe I'm not looking at the same way you are. But you're I'm right. I'm looking like
0: all time. I, like yeah. when Kugler's okay. career is over, no doubt. I think he could be, or like the end, he right. could d- totally be up there. But I just, there are different points of the career. Kugler's starting. Raimi's kind of like at the tail end. Yeah, that's,
1: you're probably right. So, yes, if you're looking at credentials, yes, yeah. I would give you that. That's why i like, Definitely.
0: again, horror director, uh, huge, biggest name they've ever hired. Uh, he's 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 not starting a franchise. He's coming into a franchise. It's it seems very un MCU to me, and that's yeah. why I'm like I'm like cool. You guys are now. You guys got my interest because like you guys are trying stuff, and I'm very critical of the MCU sometimes. So like when <laughs> they do stuff like this, it gets me.
1: It gets my my juices going. Right yeah. There. No. <laughs> Bust the <Rams. laughs> It's the perfect and it's the perfect title for him. So I'm glad that he's yeah. doing this. It's the perfect. Character and he loves for him that stuff. Do. He
0: loves he, oh. you know like. That era of Doctor Strange, I guarantee you, he loves and adores. So, like that, I think it's actually going to be fantastic. I, th- you know, not that not that Derrickson didn't, you know, he totally could be a Strange fan. I don't know, but just knowing Raimi, uh I feel like that, like those D- those Ditka comics, you know, had such an impact, yep. on him. So, that so yeah. So
1: and again, um, the fact that Waldron's involved as well, and he's involved with Loki, and I'm interested to see what's going to happen now. At the it's, end of Loki, if it's gonna tie into this,
0: <laughs> it's disco. I said Ditka. I was thinking so, so. <laughs> <laughs> I,
1: just, I
0: was thinking of the Caruso's. I just had Chicago in my head. It's I've been right. talking to Zeddy all day.
1: <laughs> it's all right. Dicka, Dicka's a legend, so you could bring him up. It's fine.
0: And not in New Orleans. <laughs>
1: no, that's true. Not in New Orleans, but he's a legend in Chicago. So, and he's a legend. Period. Like he's he's one of the guys who transcended the the NFL for a while. Great stash. So. All right, so keeping up with sequels, um, this is actually a seventh installment in a franchise, and I'm talking about the next Transformers movie, Transformers Rise of the Beasts. Um, this is from an article that our friend Ricky Church wrote for The Flickering Myth. so shout out to Ricky.
0: Who's been on our show. We love you, Rick.
1: Yes, we love you, man. Not so, you, Ricky Joe. <laughs> so it's pulling from, this is going to pull from the 1990s Transformers TV series Beast Wars. Mm-hmm. Um, which is uh, set 100 years after the original Transformers cartoon series. So the Generation 1 series that was popular when I was a little boy, this is supposed to take um, place 100 years after that. Now, I was not a big... I had kind of transitioned out of a little bit of Transformers by the time B-Sports came around, so... Eric was playing football. It's, yeah. <laughs> so it's not big as old much jock. in my... Um, what's it called? In my memory. About I do remember it. Um, Apparently, this film is going to take place in 1994. So again, we're having a 1994 nostalgia flick. So hopefully, we have a good soundtrack, right? We have hopefully have a little bit more of those references. Um, And the film will see Autobot leader Optimus Prime as a central hero alongside Bumblebee. I'm also wondering now if the Bumblebee film is going to tie into this at all. Mm -hmm. I don't know, but it was. uh, It is in the same universe, so we'll see. Um, And yeah, the, the what happens is the in their disguise, the Transformers take on an animal form, right? Yes. So, so that's what this is going to be centered on and where we're going to be going with this film. Uh, again, I am I love Transformers, so of course I'll go see it. But again, this is not something that is totally in my wheelhouse. Dude, Beast
0: Wars growing up for me was the shiznit. Okay, I so, love so that thing. Talk. Optimus Primal was amazing. Rhinox, Rat Trap Cheetor. Um, Megatron is a dinosaur, like it was amazing. It was absolutely made. Scorponok, like I know he even popped up in a Bay former movie, but still, like, you know, it's I, I loved it, and uh, I think you will too. I, I honestly like. I think you should whatever streaming service you have, just buy it. Just buy season one. I I guarantee you're going to really enjoy it. Uh, not ahead. really the season that happened afterwards, where they went back to Cybertron. I didn't enjoy that. Mm-hmm. But Beast Wars on Earth was absolutely phenomenal, and if you're I mean, you and Ricky, Ricky would probably know better than me, but I, I'm going to say it's probably the second best
1: uh, Transformers content since the G1 era. It's considered that most people who are Transformers fans consider the Beast Wars the second best yeah. after that film, after that series. So, and it,
0: like that whole, I feel like that whole show just gets better as it goes on, as they explore the planet and they find certain things. It just, All right. you know.
1: I'll definitely give it a I mean like I said I'm definitely I think you love shot. it man I really so. do.
0: And because it's not like a tradi- it's it was all CGI it was kind of like groundbreaking at the time it, it just looks cool. It looks really cool.
1: Oh. Optimus Prime was just in Batwoman, right?
0: Yes, he was. Yes, he was. <laughs> Luke Fox I I like the I like the season but man did they they really <laughs> muffed it on that helmet. That poor
1: guy. He looks just like Optimus Prime. He kind of looks. He also kind of looked like the um, what's it called? The Arkham Knight from the mo- the game. Yeah, kinda okay. Like it, yeah, I could yeah. see it if
0: he had like a totally blue face yeah. shield. Yeah, but yeah.
1: yeah, but it did. It did. It was the first thing when I saw the picture. I was like, wow, he really looks like Optimus. Like,
0: how did like? I was like, how did nobody in costume? <laughs> and also, it makes me real. Like, does no like? Why don't these like shows hire uh, Sean Reeves? Like, Sean Reeves is, like, the most masterful sculptor I've ever seen in my life, and his Twitter and Instagram feeds are beautiful, and I just... Reeves' effects, follow Reeves' effects on social media. He's too expensive for them. Good. (laughs) (laughs) That means he's making money. Good. (laughs) Somebody's making cash out here, but yeah, I just... And I mean, I said the same thing when when Gotham aired that final episode. Like, why, <laughs> does no how how do you guys not consult Mister Reeves? And he just did uh, the bat suit on that on that Batman fan film that we talked about.
1: Yes, he did, and that
0: was brilliant. So, Rise I of the know, Sun,
1: something of the Sun, something
0: like that. Dead so no, rise,
1: it was like Dead rise. I, I'm sorry, I, I forget. Forgot. It was something with the Sun, but it
0: was I mean, good. I liked it.
1: Yeah, it was. It was actually very well done. So, yeah, but. Back to Transformers. Obviously, we're going to have human characters. They always have human characters in this, and um, I always now wonder. I wish they would do from the original show, but they never will now. So I'm just way past that point. Um, but they say you're going to see um, villains you've never seen before, elements they, they they've never done. So, well, I mean, if they're doing Decept,
0: it. if they're doing Predacons, then yeah, yeah, they're right. We have not outside of Scorpion, we have not seen any of them.
1: Yup. They are doing Predacons, so. Oh, man, yeah. I, and or, Terracons. Really, I, think, I think you'll love it. Check it
0: out. I, I, can't, I can't see you not enjoying the show.
1: Oh, I'm sure. I, I'll definitely give it a shot. I started watching Transformers Prime a couple of years ago. That was on Netflix, and I even liked that. And that was just one season, but I even liked that show. So I'll give it a whirl and see see what it's like if it's I mean, if it's important for me to see the film to have some background knowledge then yes i will definitely
0: i think dude yeah, i think you're gonna watch, watch it, it and you're it's gonna be like your your B you're just gonna fall in love with it
1: or maybe <laughs> it'll right. be like your batman beyond all right yeah maybe yeah but maybe. I, I think you're really gonna enjoy it all right well that's good and I'm, I'm glad uh hearing more people say that this is gonna is good and probably will be good oh, and people so i trust good. i've always like hearing that so yeah but when does it, we have a release date on this? I don't see a release it was, date. I
0: thought it was just announced, so I don't know if we do have a release date. No, it
1: is. June 24th of next year. Oh, wow. That's fast. So, thanks to Ricky again. I just read the article. June 24th of next year. So we are a little less than a year away from Transformers beast, um, Rise of the Beasts. I was about to just call it Beast Wars. but <laughs> It should be. I'm Rise kind
0: of, of disappointed it's not in prehistoric times because i feel like that would eliminate the human element <laughs> well
1: they you know? tried age of extinction um
0: <laughs> that That's was right. not a
1: good movie so i don't remember age of, i still haven't seen last night that don't even bother i have to it's the only it's, one i haven't you, seen it no you just time. you didn't see age of extinction don't want the dinobots did you see that one no no i seen age of Extinction. Okay. I, I
0: didn't it was la- i still have last night's the only one i haven't seen
1: okay Well, uh, let me tell you this: Stanley Tucci is in it, and he's not playing the character he played the time before.
0: I remember, I remember (laughs) hearing that was like I was like, and I love Bumblebee. I thought Bumblebee was brilliant. Bumblebee was excellent. Yeah, Bumblebee was absolutely amazing. So yeah, last night's the only one I haven't seen. And I, I, you know, I don't hate Rise of the Fallen. I don't love people. Dark Moon is my second favorite of the.
1: the Yeah, most people say that the first three. I'm okay with Nimoy for the the most part. I'm okay with the first three for the most part. Yeah, um, there's some issues I have with it, but overall well, I think they're and we it. all know what they are. <laughs> yeah, but after that, I kind of lose. Interest. I've I watched them because the Transformers I'll go watch it, but I'm not. I
0: don't want, the Bayformers don't. I, I know the the transformations are funky and everything, but I cut that first movie is really special to me. That first tra- live action Transformers movie, well, yes. very important to me. It I was to me movie. too because
1: I never thought we'd get one. And I, I remember I I, saw it. I saw it. Yeah, my really buddy. Liked.
0: My buddy Ryan, my buddy Dan, I think my buddy Tom Connor, and my brother, and we just had a blast with it.
1: Yeah, I was, I was as a, as a lifelong Transformers fan, I was very excited to see that, and the fact that it was pretty good was I was even more yeah. excited for. It. But uh, so we're getting another one, and again, this, like I said, I was a little it was a little past my time, but there are people out there who it's right in their wheelhouse, like you. So, dude,
0: Max Fleischer's Superman was way past my time. I went back and I loved it.
1: There you go. So, Same thing
0: for Ruby Spears. So it's hopefully. still good. It all as long as long as as long as it's as long as it has heart when it's created, it'll always be good.
1: That's in true, in my opinion. So we have more sequel news, but this one is a little bit different. Uh-oh. So everyone out there, well, not everyone, but a lot of people out there love the show Smallville. Pete, I know you are not a huge fan of the show. No, I'm like, but the few, it was a big, few. big fan. Uh, I was a big, big fan at one time, and they're doing. Uh, Tom Welling, who played Superman, and Michael Rosenbaum, who played Lex Luthor, Mm -hmm. are apparently working on an animated series to bring those characters back to life. So, now, was your issue with the show, Pete, that you, what was your big issue with it? What didn't you like?
0: I was, I was, I was was a different type of fan back then. Mm -hmm. You know, I was, I was kind of more of a strictly Batman only guy when Smallville was out. I I was pretty young when it came out because it was on WB, I think. It was. Um, it was. Yeah. Uh, I, I just, and I just, I honestly just didn't really care that much about the show um, because like that kind of error of Superman and, and I've gone back and I've tried to watch it again. Like where everything stems from Smallville mm-hmm. isn't really my wheelhouse. Like, you know, like it's just, it's to me, it's not really realistic where everyone's from Smallville and then everyone's in Metropolis. Right. Cause in my head, Smallville's in Kansas, right? Metropolis is somewhere in Delaware. Mm-hmm. Like, how are all these people moving between the two cities? Si- you know, like it just—it right. seems a little funky to me. And I kind of prefer the burn reincarnation of Lex, where he's just this big city mogul and all that stuff. And and Clark is just the small town. It, I feel like it creates a, a better dynamic, and that's just my personal taste. And I know a lot of people love it. Uh, the legend that is Jordan Valdez—I uh, mean, Smallville was his life. Yes, and uh, no one loved that show more than him. And He's he's I don't have no where idea where that guy is, but he's the reason why I rewatched the show because he was just like I don't know he was he makes Zeddy look depressed you know <laughs> that dude is crazy um so I just I just didn't dig it and like it's like everyone's just wearing a variant of a leather vest so it just looks weird but I thought Doomsday looked cool they did Doomsday I thought he looked good
1: I liked the first I want to say three seasons about. It's like ten seasons long. Yeah, man. it's a long, and then I kind of just lost interest in it. Um, but I thought that, like, we've had obviously multiple Superman shows on TV, and I remember watching it, thinking, "Well, this is better than than um, Lois and Clark." Uh, mm-hmm. Like, I just remember thinking that. So, I don't know. I do think Rosenbaum is arguably the best Lex that we've had uh, on screen. You can make the case for him being the best. So I'm a big John Cryer fan. You know. Yeah. I think John Cryer has been excellent too. Don't yeah. get me wrong, but you can make the argument that Rosenbaum was the best. So I'm interested to see what they're going to do. Cause I remember I stopped watching the show for a while. Then I did watch the finale. Uh, Cause I wanted to see him fly or them do the flying sequence with mm-hmm. him. So um, I'll definitely give this a, a shot and I hope, I hope it's well done. And I hope the the, the fans of the show who are huge fans of the show um, if they do do this anime series, I hope that they love it because that's who we really it's made for. Mm-hmm. But I do think it's good, especially uh, since we got a, a little bit of welling as Clark Kent in the Crisis crossover. Mm-hmm. I do think it's the timing is right. That kind of put it out there that he's he's still around somewhere, and now that they're they're talking about doing this, him and Rosenbaum are talking about doing it. I think it's actually pretty cool. So, I will give it a sh- a shot if.
0: If My, they do do this. I, because Eric called me out the other day because I, I haven't watched all of Arrow. <laughs> so I clearly don't like the CW because
1: I don't watch <laughs> Arrow at Is that what um, I said?
0: Yeah, it was.
1: It I was. didn't say you didn't like it.
0: He's like, he's like, I don't know how much of a CW fan you are. Right. I kind of started with the CW with Flash. So the, the, what was that? Like Arrow season two? Right. You said you were a CW stand. I am. I love the I, CW. I, dude, who preaches more about Supergirl and Batwoman than me? You're
1: right. I was just <laughs> messing with you. That's all.
0: I know That's... you were. You and your margaritas.
1: <laughs> oh, yeah. The margaritas but you
0: know was... me. I got feisty fingers.
1: Margaritas um, were <laughs> flowing, man.
0: <laughs> but man. it's like... I have to catch I got to catch up on Arrow because I just do at, at this point I've watched the entire CW universe I have to watch Arrow I've got to watch Legends I don't watch Legends I'm sorry there's too much stuff out anymore I can't do this I have a hard enough time c- catching up <laughs> every like whatever watching these 4 hour binges of all these shows so it's difficult to catch up so I have to do that and then I, th- but those are accessible on Netflix yes. and you know CW seed and stuff I don't have a Hulu account, so I can't get Smallville. And according to Philip and Terrence from the Batman book club, it's only on Hulu. So I'm going to have to steal some. I'm going to have to borrow. I'm going to borrow somebody's Hulu account.
1: I have a Hulu want to account. Share it with
0: me. And then I will binge watch Smallville and I, before the show to, you know, just refresh the memory for the sequel. So that's my plan. Yeah. You
1: can see Alice and Mac before she became part of that crazy cult. and Yeah. Was she part of like a sex cult or something? Something like that, yeah. There's yeah. a there's a show on HBO about it. Um, it's a it's a docu series. If you want mm-hmm. to check it out about that cult, that's crazy. Uh, yeah, it's it is. It's a crazy. It's like the I chick from
0: a Boy Meets World who ended up being a porn star.
1: What was her name? It wasn't Danielle Fishel. Maitland Ward. Oh, that's right. Yes, the little she girl. The, she she yeah. was the cosplayer who popped up. Oh my she, God! did she? She's pop just up popping on up on my
0: feed, naked everywhere. And I'm like, I'm at work. I'm like, I can't see this. Who is? This yeah. Person?
1: And then when you find out, you find out who she was. You're like, "But she was so little!" I was like, "Oh my god, what happened to you?" Yeah, she's not little anymore. Let's just put it that way. Oh. She is not little anymore. She is all grown up. And I'm not going to go any further than that. I'm stop talking. <laughs> so, moving right along, there was an article in THR about um, the current streaming sensation that's been going on, obviously since the pandemic. And in the wake of Army of the Dead cinema run, um, apparently there's a push to have more streaming titles headed to theaters as well as being streamed on their service. So as we saw with Army of the Dead, we know that Cinemark had it out, I think, for two weeks. It wasn't long, Uh, but yeah. Yeah, I think that out for two weeks uh, before it was on Netflix and other Mm -hmm. people got to see it. I know the Caruso's, you mentioned them before, and Zeddy. I know they got to see it. Because they, they have cinem- Cinemark in there in the Chicago area, I don't have it here, so I couldn't see it. Cinemark isn't in New York. Was, we're but, Regal, Lowe's. Yep, Regal, Lowe's. Right. So we couldn't see it, but apparently, this is something that's going on, and it's going to happen in more with more of these streaming, um, streaming movies that have come out in either on Paramount Plus or Netflix mm-hmm. or, you know, obviously we saw what Warner Brothers did with HBO Max this year, mm-hmm. doing everything at the same time. So apparently, there's a big push for this. Um, i personally i remember when we talked about this when we heard first started hearing about this, i wasn't a huge fan of it because i was afraid people weren't going to go back to the movies i never believe that was going to happen but i will say as i've been going to the movies they've been more and more full um when i've been going to the movies because obviously people i think just want to get out of their house and start doing stuff again and the movies is kind of an easy way to do that so yeah I never thought anyone was going
0: to ditch the movie experience just because like, I know how many people truly love going to the movies myself and you, us included, like there's right. there's a, to me, there's no better way to see a movie, but obviously with, you know, the current situation at hand, right? Uh, it was the only option we had was to stay at home. But if they want to do this, I think this is a great idea. I will gladly, you know, get a two week period or something like that. Check out a movie I- before it hits streaming.
1: Yeah. And I think it's smart to do it just with certain chains because certain theater chains, because then you can start, if it's good, you can start a lot of discussion about it and you, everyone knows it's going to hit social media. And then you can kind of get a buzz around the film. Um, I know we were talking about In the Heights uh, in our group um, and how it hasn't done as well as people thought and whatever your case may be, if you don't like musicals, obviously you're not going to go see it. It's no big deal. But um, I actually think that this is a case where having it on HBO max hurt it. I think having uh, uh, a movie like this, a musical like that on HBO max actually hurt the box, obviously the box office because Mm -hmm. musicals aren't always a huge draw. And it might be something in passing that people just decide, okay, I'm going to watch this.
0: I think you're, I think you hit the nail on the head there.
1: Right. So I think that's, you know, that actually hurt this specific um, in the Heights. So there is a case for it not being good as well, so that's why I said if you just stick it like this was Cinemark for Army of the Dead, it was the one theater chain and that was it and they got to see it and then word of mouth was put out that way. I think if they stick to that kind of a model that this can be very beneficial for both platforms, whether it's going to the theater or you're gonna stay home stream, I think that's gonna that would be good. but this is I a just, very interesting it's very, interesting, very interesting topic. I yeah. just don't
0: really know how to judge things yet All right. Right, like I, I feel like you got to judge these things almost a year from now, right? You know, to see how if it's true. because in certain areas, certain places are have been completely open, like Texas and Florida have been completely open for months. Yes, whereas our our states, New York and New Jersey, have been literally open for like what a month.
1: <laughs> They've been somewhat open since before about a year now. End of August last year is when you we started with, well, at least for us, for me. We were allowed to back to the movies, but it was like twenty five percent capacity and didn't have as many people. I'm yeah, being like
0: hundred percent open.
1: Yeah, yeah, that's yeah, only like, been a little bit over a month now.
0: Yeah, like certain states have been a hundred percent open for like I feel like three months. So like I just I don't know how to like judge money, and I'm not going to pretend I know box <laughs> office results like some people on Twitter. You know, I'm just a fan. I'm not a, an analyst by any means, so uh, I, I don't know how to judge it either. So, but
1: no, I can read them. Have movies in the theater again. Right. Like I can read a box office report and say, okay, but I don't know that it relative to what it would have been if we didn't have a pandemic. Like, I don't, I don't have that knowledge. Um, Cause I think still people are Mendilson's scared and out there he can, Scott can, <laughs> Scott does that. That's what you know, Scott could do.
0: People are st- I think people are still scared and that these v- variants people are kind of afraid of. And rightfully yeah. so I'm not judging anyone like, yeah, who wants to get sick. Um, But I just, I, I I don't know how you can really gauge stuff this year. Right. I think you got to wait until next year. And then even after that, that's when you start, you know, like 2022 is when, when you, uh, when you start and then uh, we'll, we won't really know until 2023. So. That's true.
1: So guys, check out the article on THR. It goes into a little bit more than what I just touched on. Um, it's an article by Ethan Vlessing. So it's on THR, and it's the title is More Streaming Titles Headed to Theaters After Army of the Dead Cinema Run. So check that out on THR. So we've also had a couple of trailers come out.
0: Oh, wait, really quickly. We yes. said that word wrong. It's
1: theater. Oh, not my theater. fault. Theater. I'm not from the South, so I say theater. <laughs> uh, well, theater around these parts. <laughs> pew, pew. Yes. Theater. Okay. The theater. We'll, that's we'll, it. Okay. That's, that. that's it. Thank you. All right. So we got a couple of trailers that came out. Um, two for movies, one for a show. One that was just a teaser, but we'll start with the Halloween kills trailer. Cause Pete, Whoa. you're a big horror fan. I'm a horror fan. So Whoa. to me, I want to go first because I, I don't know. Like I'm kind of over it. <laughs> what? like i'm over i think
0: okay i think i'm not over I'm, it I've, I've lived through buster rhymes back flip <laughs> kick and rob zombies halloween too no i want more i guess those
1: stains are still deep embedded in my head <laughs> well no i'm just like i like buster rhymes has gotten a lot of references tonight. he really has it's strange I liked the previous Halloween movie. I did. I thought it was pretty good. Yeah. I did. I did. Um, yeah. I'm with you. But this one, they're kind of making him now like a Freddy Krueger type, where the more he kills, they're saying, I got a more of a Jason Voorhees. The more of the essence of evil he gets, or something like that. They but were kind of to explaining it. And I was sitting there and I'm like, well, that's Freddy with the souls. Like he kissed their soul. And like, I was just putting mm-hmm. that together in there. Yeah. Um, mm-hmm. Uh, this one looks extremely brutal, and I mean, I've only seen wow. How long was the trailer? Two minutes. Yeah, two minutes. Of, this one looks I've, extremely brutal. So
0: I've never seen this many people get killed in a trailer before. Right, that's what Which I. Which makes said. me. I was like, does anyone live?
1: I know.
0: <laughs> Jamie might be movie? dead in this
1: one. We might lose Jamie.
0: Uh, well, she. That's why she signed on for resurrection. That's why she died. She's like, you better kill me. I'm tired of making these movies. <laughs> um, and then she came back. So, you know, money talks, like we yeah. all know. Uh, no, I I really liked Halloween uh, 2018. Yeah, I can't figure out if I like it more than H2O or not. Um, but uh, H2 you know H2O is pretty high up there for me. Um, Halloween one, Halloween two, uh, the original. Uh, I I like Rob Zombies. Um, but Halloween, the new Halloween was really great this i can't believe that kenny mcbride is making these movies right me like, neither i i just i mean gr- like it's great because it just shows like versatility in hollywood like and i love that you know we were talking about spielberg and doing yeah. all his genre hopping before and like to see kenny powers yeah. make a halloween movie <laughs> is really badass and like yeah that, i'm just hey man bravo like you know don't let anyone typecast you and just, just go on and do your thing. Like, you know, do something you're passionate about. And clearly he has a passion and a, and a, and a will for this franchise, because I think these just based on this drawing, he's nailed it. I think that first movie he did was brilliant. And I just, I can't wait to see, it. and you know, it, it's a trilogy. So I wonder what the hell they're going to do. Um, you know, we haven't seen the end. So clearly the movie ends on a cliffhanger of some sort because it always does. It's always, well, you, well, we also well, who knows what the third one does, but uh, you know, we know from the beginning, we knew this was a trilogy and uh, I'm excited to see where this goes because I I remember like, I was like, man, that first one ended so perfectly, so perfectly. And you were getting Freddie vibes. I was getting Jason vibes because after, let's say, uh, part four, jason becomes a little more supernatural and that, yeah. that's kind of the vibes like, like he just seemed more super like like go living through the fire and all this and that, and just how he you killed see that, that in this, yeah. yeah and how he uh, he killed that fireman with that saw mm-hmm. and I was, oh. I was like this is what i wanted to see an army of the dead <laughs> somebody used that saw <laughs> exactly <laughs> you know and got teased uh, that they never used it yeah right. um So I'm just, I can't wait. Like, I just, I'm sold. I I, I can't wait to see this thing. This was one of the movies that really was a gut punch for me because of the pandemic. Because I was so hyped. And my buddy Andy's the same way. Like, as much as I liked Wonder Woman 84, uh, the anticipation for this particular film coming off the last one was so high for me.
1: Well, then the, the title is perfect because if you're watching the trailer kills That's all he does. Yes, that is all he does, which is all he does. But it's just, <laughs> I mean, it's, it's the most
0: violent trailer I've ever watched in my life. I it, cannot. Yes. I was like, what does the red band trailer look like? Was that, was yeah. that a green band? I don't remember, uh, but I was like, oh man, that thing must be like X-rated
1: <laughs> off the top of my head. I can't think of one this visceral and bloody no. and I can't off oh, the top is- of my head. And so I
0: have, I have a lot of respect for firemen. So watching those guys <laughs> perish was really painful for me. Like those guys are really brave. They are not equipped. to The little old bodies. lady,
1: the little black lady. He just puts the, with, yeah, like the foresty pipe. <laughs> that was, that was, that was, and they showed it too. I know. Oh my God. So yeah. So um, it makes I don't me know if if you
0: wonder though, is this going to be over the top? Well, because well. there's like a certain element of Halloween like even though in those first two movies where it's not about brutality it's 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 about scaring you it's about right. really being frightened and that's where the music element comes along and somewhere along the lines, slasher films in general became real true slasher films and they were just killing teenagers left and right just to do it you know they just became kill count movies right. And I'm, I have a little bit of concern, but then again, like I know the pride and the passion that Kenny, uh, Kenny powers, <laughs> Mr. McBride has. Jenny
1: McBride yes.
0: Yeah. <laughs> so I'm just like, I, I think he's going to do a really good job, but it is just a slight concern. Everyone has concerns going into these things. Right. You know? That's the I one. I was that- concerned about the Yankees and now I'm getting kicked in my ass. <laughs>
1: <laughs> well, that is the one thing in this, this, that I was watching. I'm like, yeah, it's gory, but is it going to be scary? Um, we don't know. Like I don't scare easily. So something that scares me might not scare someone else and mm-hmm. things that scare other people might not scare me. Um, so I hope it's got a little bit of the scare element to it because I think that's missing in a lot of horror films that we have right now. Uh, so I hope it has some of that, but I definitely, like I said, it was so bloody and gory. I just wasn't expect- expecting if you. It.
0: If you do a quick Google search, like Carpenter raves about it. Which also gives me a lot of confidence, like hearing Carpenter talk about because when when uh what's his name when rob zombie was doing it it was always like he he always took the high road and said it's his movie he's gonna do it his way i fully support him like carpenter was just he was really like he was like the anti-spielberg you know spielberg said no and carpenter's like yeah man take it go for it it's your thing i did mine i have he was like he was content with what he did and no one can ruin what he did and he was fine with that whereas i feel like spielberg was like No, no 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 one's talking this right um but like to hear Carpenter just talk about how confident he is in the movie and how much he loved it, like that that also speaks volumes. But then again, like James Cameron said the same thing about Terminator Genesis.
1: <laughs> well, let's hope that this is good because it, de- like we said, it definitely has the blood factor. If you're into bloody stuff, gory stuff, guys, this movie is definitely. What do you, you.
0: What do you think the kill count's going to be in there? Oh, I don't know, because it was at between like twenty this and in the, the trailer. <laughs> it was like twenty in the trailer
1: there yes it was at least five or six in the trailer that we saw five or six in that fireman
0: scene alone like all those firemen perished that's true like how many firemen are on a truck that's true (laughs) that's like 10 guys but we don't you don't see them uh they're all out there like they do a shot of the firemen
1: no they do you're right they do do that that's true
0: and i would assume none of them make it out
1: (laughs) i don't know but it's going to be high let's just put it that way yeah it's i'm gonna
0: i'm gonna say this is gonna have like a, i'm gonna go for like i'm gonna go really really high i'm gonna say there's like 40 people killed in this movie wow is one of them jamie i don't know i hope maybe not. but we'll see maybe because i i mean i could see them kind of doing like the daughter granddaughter revenge arc in the third film that's true i could see that i mean is that too predictable for them i don't know do they have a better story 100
1: yeah <laughs> Well, it is coming out October 15th, just in time for Halloween. (laughs) Yeah. So uh, I am definitely looking forward to this now. I wasn't sure how I felt about it. But talking about it with you now, I think I'm a little bit more amped. So let's see what happens with Halloween Kills. I will take
0: my marketing (laughs) check.
1: (laughs) (laughs) Halloween Kills, guys, again, comes out October 15th. The trailer's all over the place. You haven't seen it yet. Go check it out. The next trailer I want to talk about is the the Shang-Chi trailer. Um, As someone who doesn't know a lot about the character, this trailer helped out a little bit. <laughs> you get a little bit of the inside of, of his history, his background, his relationship with his father. That's obviously going to be the overarching part of the, mm-hmm. um, the story. And you see the 10 rings in action, which is pretty cool. Uh, there's obviously Kung Fu elements. That's what this is about. So again, every time I, I, I remember the teaser we got now, this one to me, Uh this is just building up my anticipation. I really I like Kung Fu movies to begin with. So Mm -hmm. the fact that it has that element in it, I'm really looking forward to it. So
0: what about you? Uh I like you, I know nothing about Shang Chi. So that's what's really cool about it is is seeing a character I I kinda know nothing about. Um and then there's the character at the end of the trailer, which everyone's like, What? You know? Um so that was pretty cool seeing him pop up again. Uh well both of them actually, because there's two cool characters in that in that and that scene and they're fighting each other, but, um, it's cool. You know, I, I just, I felt like a lot of good vibes about this, this trailer, this movie, you know, I, I feel like I'm going to like this story. I feel like I'm going to like watching this kid, his, his, watching his origin tale and yep learning this stuff about his, his past and growing up and how he tried to become his own man and how he, you can't escape your own destiny. You know, even no matter how hard you try, you are destined to do what you are destined to do. And, right. uh, it's greater than you. And I thought that was really cool and I'm excited to see what this is about. I know nothing about this character. I didn't even know this character existed to be really honest with you. Um, And I, I read a lot of comic books, so I think that's, that's cool. And I I give the MCU a lot of credit to go for a character like this, who is really, really, you know, obscure. I I think.
1: Yeah, no, it's not one of their more well-known characters. That's for sure. And um, I just, it's a really it's an ambitious effort, I mm-hmm. think. But again, I think it's weird. We're getting this. I mean, who knows
0: better than Feige?
1: To I know. Be honest. We're getting Shang Chi. We're getting Snake Eyes. Like we're getting. It seems to be like a return to the. There's that show I mean, the, called Warrior. I'm still
0: weary about Snake Eyes. I don't trust Snake Eyes. It's a G.I. Joe movie.
1: I, well, I saw um, when I saw uh, what movie did I just see? I'm losing my mind. Oh, when I saw Fast Nine, um, they had the trailer for Snake Eyes on the big screen, and it was oh, a little was bit it? better. Yeah, I'm the big screen seeing that. Do you so,
0: ever see Snake Eyes' face in the cartoon?
1: No, that's the that's the part that's of what the I don't story like. that people are kind of upset about. I should One never of, see like, that guy's face. What are you gonna do? You can't do a movie about him with him wearing this mask all the
0: time. I I wish they would.
1: I mean, I guess <laughs> the Mandalorian says you can because, like, for most of the first season, yeah, dude, Darth crazy. Vader. He, I mean, yep, him too. You can't... don't see it till uh, Return of the Jedi when he's dying. Mm-hmm. So yeah, I mean, there's definitely um i think that's definitely a big hang-up for a lot of true transformers i mean gi joe fans mm-hmm. for me i'm gonna give it a shot i did grow up watching gi joe but i want to give this a shot i think the story is cool it definitely has storm shadow in it too um you gotta give
0: so, it a shot man yeah i'm definitely you, you gonna have give it
1: a shot and see what's I, going on
0: just be, just because I'm, like, I'm so curious to see what they do with that character there's a yeah. huge,
1: but there's such a huge like I was gonna this is where I was going is there's such a huge kung fu like element out there in 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 the pop culture right now because you have this movie you have Chi, like kung fu warrior Fu's been
0: hard warrior is
1: on HBO Max if you haven't watched it it's it's from the Bruce mm-hmm. the writings of Bruce Lee they did a show called Warrior excellent show Um, so there's a lot of that going on now and uh, it's kind of cool I, it was big when I was a kid uh kung fu for a while and then it kind of tailed off and now it's kind of coming back everything's cyclical as we know so shang chi just adds to that and the fact that it's in the marvel universe you know people are going to go watch it so that's that's
0: you know brand recognition like they've earned that
1: yep so
0: at at the same point they kind of have to do this because they've killed off iron man captain america's mia right like you you've those characters are unavailable. So they've got to, they've got to use, they've got to introduce us to new guys. Like the yeah. MCU is not stopping. They've got, no. you know, so you've got a lot of characters in there. It's time to utilize, you know, and it, don't get wrong, wrong, like, but there's still, you know, Spider-Man's brought in fantastic Four. So you've got some right. heavy hitters coming. Yep. And uh, we'll see what happens. And Black Panther is, I, I think Black Panther is kind of similar to this. Whereas like, you know, the, it's not about T'Challa right, obviously, because right. of uh, yeah. events, events. Yeah. And it's going to be about, while they they were very popular in their f- first film, uh, just kind of more obscure characters.
1: Yeah, I'm looking I'm looking forward to that film too, but this one specifically because I really don't know anything about him.
0: Mm-hmm. So
1: I'm going in completely blind. Everyone's like, oh, you should start reading. I'm like, no, I want to go in completely blind. That way I can't say, well- He just had a new series
0: different. come out. I think he's on <laughs> issue two. And I so. don't want to
1: say that. I don't want to go in and be like, well, the comic was different. Like that's I just- that's when why I never read the Harry that? Potter when have, books. When have, when have you, you never read really? I never read the Harry Potter books ever. Still not now, because I, I was like, I'm just gonna go watch the movies because I don't want to say, well, the book. You, was wanna,
0: you don't want to reread them? You don't want to read them at all?
1: I have no desire to read them. No, that's cool.
0: I have no desire to read them or watch them. <laughs>
1: <laughs> They're worth watching. I'll say that. They're I tried. I can't get into it. I hate
0: that.
1: If you get past the first one, because the little British accents are annoying with kids. But if you get past that one, I well, just
0: it's not my thing.
1: It's, it's cool.
0: It's a pretty it's cool thing. I can't get into it. I, cool I universe Trek. to be a
1: part of. Alright, so let's end with the Titans teaser trailer that we got. Um, Titan Season 3. A reminder, everyone, I will be covering Titans Season 3 for Batman on Film, so I will be writing a review on Batman on Film for that. He's back. Um, it's coming in in August, as we know. Um, so what did you think of the trailer?
0: Uh, I uh, like I'm watching it right now. Um, it was okay. Uh, I'm very curious in how this plays out. I just am. I, I want, like, are we going to see a Joker? Like, I'm just, I'm, it's. They tease one. Uh, yeah. So I'm very curious. And then like, I'm just, I'm so, I'm, I'm very cautious. Cause I didn't expect to like this, J- uh, Jason Todd Robin so much, mm-hmm. but like, I always knew he'd have to die. But because of where Batman is in this universe, it's, it's going to be a lot different than what I'm kind of used to. Right. You know? So I'm, and uh, while the death in the family is, is a very dated title, I do enjoy it a lot for for the, for what it is and what it, it kind of transcends Batman in a way. Right. You know, I always felt that Jason's death was always more important than his life in term for the Batman mythology. I agree. So I'm kind of treading on water and Titans is, uh, uh, sometimes it can get a little messy. I feel like, so I'm curious Is I don't want them to botch this. I don't want, I don't want this moment to be real. Like I kind of don't want like that BVS reveal where it's just a suit. and I never see it happen. Like I, I kind of like, you know, I want to see that moment and I want it to be done really well. And this is kind of like the second attempt I ha- attempt at this in my right. lifetime, mm-hmm. you know, which is, you know, I was like, oh I can't believe we even had like that first little Easter egg. Um, so I'm very curious to see how this goes about. But like I-, I do enjoy Titans. But um I'm just I'm just wondering how this all plays out. Just
1: Yeah, I think they gave enough to pique your interest, but they didn't give anything away. Like you don't see any um what's it called, Tim Drake. We know he's gonna be mm-hmm. in the season, but mm-hmm. you don't see any reference to Tim Drake. Um you do see the Red Hood. You mm-hmm. see him standing there. You do see someone getting hit with a crowbar. I'm assuming that's him.
0: Yeah. Um, I mean, it looks like know. he's in the amusement park. Or-
1: right. So, like, they're teasing enough to get you, peak your interest, just, and that's what a teaser's supposed to do. I'm sure we'll get a full trailer sometime It's not in even July. a minute. I know. It's not even a minute. So, I'm sure, again, we'll, we'll, get, a, we'll get a full one in July, and we'll, they'll tell us more. Um, we know what happened at the end of season two. Donna Troy's dead. Um, we know Rachel went off to look for her um so or to do whatever with her to try and bring her back i don't know but um they they left a lot of interesting tidbits at the end of last season and now that with this teaser they're giving us teaser of obviously the whole jason um red hood storyline so i thought the costumes look cool starfire has a it looks like she's actually in a costume this time mm-hmm. um so i thought that was cool uh but yeah, it definitely hit a couple notes. It ends with uh, Nightwing using the the sticks. So mm-hmm. it was it was a very, very cool teaser trailer for a show that I particularly like very much. It's um, like I
0: said earlier, it's strange for me because I've actually just fallen in love with Kieran Walter's uh, He's excellent. Jason Todd. And to the point where like I remember I always wanted him to die, but now I don't want him to die really. <laughs> I kind of want it. I wa- I kind of want like I don't know, like another season with like. I feel like he's gonna die in the first episode. I don't know what the name of the, the episodes are. I think. I think the episodes kind of give you an idea. Of I, you know what? Happen. I hope
1: they do that because they have a tendency to drag things out on that show. That's the one thing. My one big complaint about mm-hmm. the show. So okay. I hope if they're gonna do this, do it fast. Get it done.
0: Yeah. You know. Uh. So I'm just. I'm, I'm just i'm very cautious because I, I want it to be done right and it's just i always kind of envisioned it being done in a batman movie right and it's a little different being well you see in him too setting yeah so batman do we
1: do yeah oh, we see bruce
0: see, yeah you know and uh i just i'm still kind of not over that like leaked photo of batman and the two robins from that like that propo- the original ending of season one so yeah. it's like I want, I want, I, I don't know. Is it the Brian Hill cut of Titans? I don't know. <laughs> <laughs> Shout out to Brian who's been on the show. Um, yes, sir. Love your stuff. But uh, yeah, just, I, you know, I'm going to watch it. I mean, you know, I watch the CW, so I'm going to watch Titans, obviously. Um, yeah. So I, I'm excited and, you know, we just, let's see what happens. Let's yes, see what sir. happens.
1: August 12th is the premiere of Titans season three on H exclusively on HBO Max this year. So Obviously, DC Universe is no longer DC Universe. So, it's no uh,
0: longer existing. It's now DC Universe Infinite.
1: Right. Right? Infinite.
0: So, that's the I yes.
1: word. So definitely, guys, look forward to that. And to the eventual, I'm sure we'll get a full trailer uh, soon, sometime this month. Oh, sorry, in July. It's a few to days To be later.
0: honest, like, we're already in, like, no, just just let's go. I mean, I, guess, I agree with me. you. Random's October, you. right? Yeah. Okay. So, like, yeah, just go. Let's just do it.
1: Let's just go. I right agree with you, it. but they might do something at the comic They got to do something
0: for all the the norms.
1: So, <laughs> the GA, <laughs> the <yeah>. infamous GA. <laughs> so, but I again, um this is a show I do particularly like a lot. So, yeah. I'm really looking forward to it. And again, August 12th, we will be stepping on that journey again, going on that journey again with with those our character those characters. Uh, Superboy, we see again, so he'll be have uh, a larger role. I enjoyed so. that Superboy stuff last season. Yeah, so it's going to I think it's going to be a lot of fun. Um dark. The show is dark to begin with, so it's going to be <laughs> yes, going to be man. dark. Yeah. Yep, when the show starts like that, you know it's going to be different from the beginning. We're and everyone made fun of them for that, but I now looking back I'm like that was the perfect thing to say cuz it completely set the tone for the show. I just got everybody talking.
0: Yep. That's, you know, yep. I feel like that's more or less what it was about.
1: All right, Pete. This was That's, fun. Yeah, man. This is man. Our longest it's, show ever. Close. It's close. But we had a lot to discuss. We hadn't been on in a f- couple of weeks, so. I don't think know. it's been that long. I thought it was like maybe. About 10 days. Has it been 10 days? I think so. I thought we did a show last week. I don't know. I thought it was 10 days. I thought the oh. last one we did was the 18th. Really? I don't know.
0: Okay. I was off.
1: <laughs> what uh Go ahead, Pete. Tell everyone where they can find you.
0: You, the faithful listeners of our 10,000 downloaded podcast. Thank you. You can find me on social media. That's Twitter, Instagram, and Zack Snyder's favorite viro at Pete illustrated. Uh, check me out on Batmanonfilm.com. I have reviews of detective comics. I have reviews of uh, action figures. I got some Batman neck stuff. I'm going to do, uh, Don't forget to check out our social handles straight underscore O underscore G on both Twitter and Instagram. Uh, Don't forget to check out at Team Yellow Oval as we are still basking in the champagne glory of Michael Keaton returning in Andy Muccietti's The Flash Movie. And that means the return of the iconic Yellow Oval. So please come on over and enjoy all the Oval content over there. Also check out Italians for Spidey, the Italian Spider-Man podcast coalition, which I uh, am a part of with my two uh, wonderful compadres, Sausage and Meatball, the Vigil- two-thirds of the Vigilante 1939 podcast, uh, Nico, the the young whippersnapper, and uh, Papa Webbs, aka Daddy Bats. <laughs> um, that's fun. Uh, we've got two episodes down. We got, I think we have one episode to do next month, so we'll get started on that. <laughs> Uh, check out all my video interviews and toy stuff over at Batman on film, YouTube. And I feel like I'm missing something. I can't remember. I I was watching the Dodgers, some giant just hit home run.
1: Uh, (laughs) And I
0: think that covers it. Uh, Eric, my uh, oyster eating champion, take it away.
1: All right, guys, as always, you can find me on Twitter at finally 33 spell finale, 33 also on Instagram. Remember, don't forget to check out our page straight out of Gotham on Twitter at underscore underscore G uh, check out the Straight Out of Gotham Facebook group and the Straight Out of Gotham Facebook page. The page is for information on the show. The group is where you can interact with us and a bunch of the other Straight Out of Gotham fans. Want to thank you all again for getting us to ten thousand downloads. It's a very very big watermark for us. Yeah, um, that's huge. I, I still, this, I'm like, I'm shocked. Shocked. This show was literally first talked about when we were walking on, I think, Seventh Avenue in Manhattan. <laughs> Pete and I first started discussing doing a show um, and to know that it's come this far now and that we have over 10,000 downloads. The last time we walked
0: on 7th Avenue.
1: (laughs) Yeah, man. It's been been a real fun ride. Uh, And again, guys, if you ever have anything you want us to try and tackle or want us to try and do on the show, let us know. Uh, We're open to ideas. Uh, we want to definitely want to bring more iceberg lounge um, coming to you guys. If anyone wants to challenge Eric to a hot dog eating contest, (laughs) we will find
0: a mutual place to meet. I will bring my camera. We will set it up. It'll be great. Um, also, lose. don't forget about our T Public store. Yes. We've got various T-shirts, uh, S.O.G. logo, two different kinds, uh, Iceberg Lounge S.O.G. tonight. We've got some cool stuff there. Please check it out. You can get T-shirts, mugs, uh, face masks, which are still important, laptop cases, uh, hoodies, tank tops, anything you want. T Public does a great job. Uh, you phone can even get cases. stickers. Yeah, phone, phone cases. cases. Uh, some of the logo might not fit your phone case, so make sure you uh, take a look <laughs> at that. Uh, some of our logos are are are, are not uh, fixed with. But uh, yeah, so please, you know, if you would, if you like the show and you want to just continue to support, uh, as Justin Kowalski says, it's free to listen, but it's not free to host. So <laughs> we could we could use a couple dollars, and uh, it, that stuff goes to the show. It goes to the gifts that we send you. Uh, we I just mailed out my gift, to Doug. Uh, he won our straight uh, OG contest giveaway recently. Don't forget, you know, and that goes to the money also goes to the monthly contest as well. So we're gonna have that. That's coming up. Uh, I should check. Actually, I should check that. Uh, soon, it's, we're reaching the end of June, so uh, yep. we'll have our we'll have our giveaway soon for the month of June. That means July is starting up. So one contest ends, one begins, and the prizes just flow out of the Kendall Park Post Office.
1: <laughs> yes, and if if anyone is listening, they would like to sponsor our show, you can email us at straightogpodcast at gmail dot com. Uh, we would love that. It'd be awesome if we had a sponsor. Yeah,
0: it'd be great. Uh, so you know, we have anyone.
1: As you or Mel Chili,
0: was his, right. we were in talks for a while.
1: <laughs> That's true. So if you got anyone out there who uh, likes the show and wants to help us out with by sponsorship, that'd be great as well. Uh, because, um, as you can see, people do like us. We, we are actually, people enjoy listening to us. So. But I want to ask you a question. Yes. Who are you rooting for in the final? I'm not watching. I can't. Really? I can't watch. Nope. Wow. uh I don't even want to talk about Game Seven. We're talking about the Islanders. Guys. I'm sorry. Well, I, I mean, about- uh, sorry, Carlos, but uh, I'm rooting for <laughs> Tampa. I'm rooting. I want the Canadians to win, but I'm not going to watch.
0: I no. I don't. I don't want the Canadians to win. So
1: I kind I kind of like the fact that Canada
0: hasn't won a cup since '93.
1: <laughs> Jesus, that's just evil. Okay, no hey, hey do don't
0: blame me. Blame Bettman. There's teams in Vegas and Carolina and Florida for crying out loud. <laughs> okay. You <laughs> moved your sport all over the United States. <laughs> <laughs> it's expansion. It's good for the I, game. I, I guess. For sure. For I mean, the but game. then again, the Thrashers went from Atlanta to Winnipeg, so there you go. You took one back. Yeah. You lost the Flames. Not the Flames. Who was it? Yeah, it was no, we lost the Flames.
1: They lost the Nordiques. The Nordiques. Yeah.
0: The Flames went to Calgary the threat atlanta's not a hockey town i think we've learned that
1: they've tried twice
0: we have it's cool (laughs) though carlos loves the flames that's what we're talking about the flames for their alternates they use the old atlanta a i believe on the on the sweaters yeah so i think that's cool it's a nice touch so
1: yeah man so uh yeah i'm not watching yeah i'm rooting for tampa i didn't root for tampa last year i rooted for dallas yep go habs dallas is dallas go habs go
0: that's as long I'm as it's not right the now. Leafs, man.
1: So, yeah, I couldn't root for Toronto.
0: I can't. I mean, dude, after what Ty Domi did, I never. I would mean, have a hard. The time Devils rooting. and the Leafs had some really great runs. Like, I hated Even, Matt Sundin. They were great. <laughs> Him, Cujo. They were great. They were man. competitive teams. They were great to uh, play against. But man, those series were tough. Those those uh, Maple Leaf series were tough for the Devils. But All the right. Devils won, which is great.
1: Yep. Sorry for the the after show tangent this time, guys, but. Uh-huh. I'm just trying to get to the hour thirty mark. We've got like forty <laughs> seconds left. Yes. I did the
0: same thing at the at, at the Snyder Show. I was like, "We got like twenty minutes, guys. Let's just bullshit."
1: No, no, that was like I was going to edit two hours before. You're like, we have to do four hours, Eric. The, show, yeah, the <laughs> movie's four hours. We have to do four hours. I was like, it, like all right. You know, like, I, in order to honor Snyder, we have to do the four hour show. So we did. We did do a four hour show. That was one of the fun we moments. Are, hey, we are Zaddies. Yeah. No, we are not Zaddies. You're a Zaddy. I'm not a Zaddy. Resident B-O-F Zaddy, baby. <laughs> You're, you have Zaddy elements. We'll just put it that way. I won't call you a full Zaddy, but you have elements.
0: You know, I, I like Cherry Jolly Ranchers. What are you going to do?
1: <laughs> okay, and on that note, <laughs> for Peter Vera, I'm Eric Holzman. You are listening to Straight Outta Gotham, and we'll see you next time. Booyah!